You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Marvelous Monday. We're all back together We're again. We're back in the studio, in the flesh. I don't have to push alive. buttons today. This is really weird. <laughs> I'm not pushing them remotely. Yeah. So. I, don't, I don't know if I know how to do this from over here. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how to sit in the, the co-host seat? No, this is strange. I just it, get to like sit here and talk and drink coffee. It's weird. This it's is a rough what life, life. This is what life was like three months ago. <laughs> Oh, good to be healthy again back in the studio. And good to uh, get to check in with our favorite managing editor of The Lutheran Witness. <laughs> I'm the only managing editor of The Lutheran Witness, Andy. <laughs> means you have to be our favorite. Rachel Baumberger, we're going to take a look at uh, the February issue, a preview, because it should be hitting mailboxes, what, today? It should be, although I haven't actually gotten my copy yet, so if you haven't gotten yeah, yours, we're either. in the same boat. They'll be here real soon. I don't um, think we... Yeah. yeah, I haven't gotten mine yet. But the first was Friday. Right, so... Yeah. It's fine. And it was the Super Bowl, you know, holidays. <laughs> they so, actually watched that. Really? Sorry. We should... <laughs> That just opened a can that's, of worms. That's a different that episode. Is, we did not cover so, the Super Bowl in the February issue. I that ate, was a good. That was a good choice. I ate all the food. We we had all the food. Oh, we yeah. went for a bike ride, and when we got home, I thought the game would be over, but it definitely hadn't even started yet. Yeah. So <laughs> our our TV glitched out, so we went to turn it on at six o'clock, and uh, you know all the streaming like Netflix, Prime, etc. They were working, but our our TV feed wasn't. Um, so we uh, watched Survivor Man instead, and uh, <laughs> I understand that this might have been the Super Bowl to miss if you were going to pick one. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about something far more interesting. Yeah. The February yeah. issue of The Lutheran Witness. Sports ball. <laughs> well, go sports team, uh, especially when you live here in St. Louis. Yeah, there, there was a lose-lose situation was... yesterday. <laughs> Oh, only uh, probably only St. Louisans can relate to that. So my apologies yeah. to anyone outside of Facebook St. Louis. Facebook was funny, though. <laughs> All anyway. the Facebooks were funny. Thanks to our friends at Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about them at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. The February issue. What is the theme this month in the Lutheran Witness, Rachel? Okay, so the theme, though you wouldn't guess it from necessarily looking at the cover because we didn't actually well it's there (laughs) (laughs) okay no the the cover will tell you that our our magazine is about the question who is my neighbor Mm -hmm. um the theme that sort of guided me as i as i sought out the articles that that went into it is the idea of mercy now we did witness last Mm -hmm. month of course we have to do mercy this month and guess what we're doing next month is it life together it is. Yeah. All, right. Yeah. All right. Spoilers. That's um, a preview preview. <laughs> <laughs> but looking at uh, the, we we talk about mercy in the Lutheran Church, and sometimes people get confused by what we mean by this word mercy. Does it mean being nice to people? Well, yes, and um, mercy is uh, often used in place of the word that we used to use, charity. Hmm. Now people don't. People don't like to talk about charity. Um, I think because there's some lack of dignity that is often associated with the word, no one wants to be a charity case. No one wants to receive charity. People who give charity often are associated with being sort of holier than thou, looking down their noses at the people they're helping. There's this long legacy of baggage associated with that word. And so I think we've 
often sort of transition to talking about mercy work. And what this means is just living out the love of Christ for your neighbor in what are often very generous and self-sacrificial ways. Um, and I wanted in this issue of the magazine for us to look at some of those ways that we show mercy to those around us, um, loving because Christ loved us. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe maybe you planned this, maybe you didn't, but it's February, which means it's Valentine's Day, which means everybody's talking about love. Yes. <laughs> so this is love. This isn't love that feels. This is love that does, you guys. Yeah. That's mercy. Hey, that was on a Sharper Iron episode last week. Love that does. Plug, plug for that one. I think I shared that one on Facebook, actually. Anyway. <laughs> Um, it's something that caught my eye, and we don't have to talk about this. I just wanted to say your your little um, letter at the beginning. <laughs> I when I started reading this, the, the to the reader, I was like, oh hey, that is really catchy. I like that. Oh well, thank you. I ran out of ideas, so <laughs> well it's perfect. Um, it's a for those who don't have the magazine in front of you, it's a pop quiz. Two questions: Who is my neighbor? How do I show God's love to my neighbors? <laughs> oh, there it is. I totally missed it. Oh man. Yeah. It's super um, fun. Uh, multiple choice, super easy, but this is how the, ma- the these this is what ties the magazine together. Mm-hmm. Um because there are many neighbors and many ways to show love to your neighbors. Yeah. I like the uh, the options for answers to question number 1, <laughs> who is my neighbor? That wacky guy next door. Don't forget the people closest to you. <laughs> mm. Uh that's probably how my neighbors refer to me. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. That wacky guy <laughs> next door who's really noisy and awake very early in the morning. <laughs> well, we, we talked about this, Sarah, um, yes, we did. when we were talking about uh, a couple a week or two ago about being a missionary in your family, that so often we forget mm-hmm. the people who are closest to us, mm-hmm. that we are focused on those people out there. You know, we'll send uh, money to missionaries in Africa, but forget the neighbor next door who's really struggling and could use a hand up. Um, so, yes, but neighbors are near and far. They're everywhere. They look mm-hmm. like anybody. Yeah. Because the C answer after that wacky guy next door is anyone for whom Christ shed his blood. So you look at somebody and say, is this my neighbor? Well, I don't know. Did Christ die for them? Yep. Okay, well then. <laughs> answer to that question. It sort of cuts through all the categories right, right. there. Right. And that's that's a question I have to ask myself. I, I ask myself frequently, um, especially when I'm very frustrated with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes that someone is myself when I'm very frustrated with someone, but 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 someone else, too. And I have to stop and ask, uh, did Christ die for this person? Yes. Then why am I being so uh, fill in the blank? Yes. Toward them. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Uh so looking at mercy from a, a number of different angles or how mercy is carried out in a number of different places. Um, uh, let's take a, take us to that, that first article, uh, Mercy in the Early Church. Just a, a, a little snippet. Yeah, this is, this is the first of two articles by the Reverend Dr. Joel Alowski, who is one of our church's um, premier sort of church historians, uh, an expert in the early church. Um, and so he looked at how the early church did mercy work um, and came up with some really stellar quotations from uh, the church fathers. And I'll, I'll just share two of them with you. Um, one is from the epistle to Diognetus, um, where he says, What the soul is in the body, 
this is what Christians are in the world. Hmm. I just love that. I love I love that he did the work of digging up all these little tidbits <laughs> wow. for us. Um, talks about how early Christians sort of invented a lot of the the things that we now associate with um, social work and charity, mm. how they developed hospitals, how they stayed behind in the plagues and sort of helped people out, how they rescued children who had been uh, abandoned, exposed, um, and brought them in. Um, it says another quote, and this is from Tertullian, um, we don't take the gifts, that is, you know, the offerings, and spend them on feasts, drinking bouts, or fancy restaurants. Instead, we use them to support and bury poor people, to supply the needs of boys and girls who have no neat means and no parents. We support the elderly confined now to their homes. We also help those who have suffered shipwreck. He goes on and says, it is the acts of love that are so noble that lead many to put a brand upon us. See, they say, how they love each other. Um, that's again, Tertullian dug up by the, the estimable Dr. Olowski. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but that really sets the tone for the whole issue is how does this story that started way back in the beginning of the church sort of go on today? Um, and so I want to share another story that I really, really love. Um, this is by Pastor Randall Eriks down in the Panhandle of Florida. And I don't know if you remember what happened there few months ago <laughs> hurricane yeah. michael <laughs> yeah and i first discovered his story um through social media but they actually turned their church into an emergency shelter for people who were going to be hit by the hurricane and that down in the panel they didn't have a ton of time to prepare because the hurricane was going to be nothing 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 oh wait no big thing get ready right now mm -hmm. and so a lot of people did Take, I think they said 85 people took shelter in the church throughout the hurricane. And he tells the story of how that was, how it went. Um, and it's sort of a play-by-play, -play and it's so powerful. Um, yeah. 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 The, the legacy um, of, of the church doing mercy work is, is uh, pretty incredible. Yeah, this goes through all, every century of the church. You see this story playing out of people saying, well, Christ loved us, so we also ought to love. Yeah. Mm, thanks be to God. Lots of great articles. I'm looking forward to digging into them. I've only got to, to preview just a few of them. Yeah, I need to go uh, read this now. Yes. And uh, <laughs> I hogged all the questions during the, the coffee hour it's this fine. morning. It's cool. <laughs> I'll just sit here and drink my coffee. Well, I just want to, I want to give a, a little shout out to President Harrison and thank him for his excellent letter this yes. month. Um, what's it like being president of Synod? Mm -hmm. um, we have a lot of highlighting going on there. I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that means no, it's really he good. <laughs> he does. He opens yeah. every issue with a, with a personal column. And this one just really, I thought was very beautiful um, where he talks about how he approaches this job as any pastor would mm -hmm. um, and how it's very much like other pastors, only with a larger voters assembly. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so that'll be going online at witness.lcms.org in a day or so. Very good. Witness.lcms.org. Coming up in just a little bit on Friday, I had a chance to uh, visit with more students for National Lutheran Schools Week. We'll wrap that up today with Lutheran High School of St. Charles County. You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth.